0: Welcome back to the Get Up and Glow podcast. I am your host and my name is Becca and I'm the owner of Be Strong. I'm here to help you nourish your health, your mind and your happiness. So without further ado, let's jump on into this week's episode. First of all, a massive welcome back to the podcast. I hope that you're doing really, really well. I am so excited for this week's episode because I am deep diving into a topic that is one of the most important steps when it comes to healing your food relationship. Now, if you listen to my podcast regularly, especially some of my recent episodes, or if you follow me on social media, like my Instagram and my TikTok, you will see that there is one thing I talk about quite a lot, and that is subconscious healing and identifying the subconscious roots to help you on your journey of healing your food relationship. Now today I'm diving into that topic into detail and I'm really going to go through what the subconscious healing is and some steps that you can go away with to support you on this process because it is one of the, in fact no, it is in my opinion the most vital part of healing your food relationship. And I'm going to delve on to why a little bit later on. But before I delve on into all of the goodness for today's episode, I am just going through this week's crystal. Um, Every single week we bring a crystal along to bring the energy for the episode. And today I've brought along clear quartz, predominantly because clear quartz is like master healer like the master healer it is freaking fantastic for um inner healing it's amazing for getting rid of negative energy or letting go of the things that we want to let go of and finding more balance and stability and i mean just saying that there's no better crystal to bring along today because we are calling in all those healing vibes to support healing the uh, internal to your mindset to help you with seeing the outward change in regards to your food relationship so we've got clear quartz today and with that whether you sat down get yourself comfy if you're on a walk enjoy some fresh air or if you're driving just go away and listen and let's delve on into the episode so as I was briefly touching upon earlier One of the, uh, I'm not going to say one of, I said it earlier, the most important step of healing your food relationship is doing the subconscious healing. Now, I have created a four-step framework that is guaranteed to heal your food relationship. And this is something I've used on my own journey and is also something that I've used with over 300 women to help them heal their food relationships as well. So this four-step process, it is proven. It will definitely achieve you food freedom. And I have something coming very soon, by the way, which I'm gonna be delving into these steps a little bit more. That's all I'm gonna say. I don't wanna give too much away. But what I will say is definitely keep your eyes peeled on my social media, especially my Instagram at bestrong.coach, because I'm gonna be teasing some bits very soon because something new is coming. But that is all I'm gonna say on this now. But that four-step framework is fundamental to help you heal your food relationship. And one of the, the, the most important step within that and the first step is, is you need to make sure you do the subconscious healing. Because if we look at it this way, I'm You can have all the techniques in the world to support you healing your food relationship. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not bashing using techniques because I teach my clients techniques as well to help them work on achieving food freedom and having techniques, whether it's mindful eating techniques, whether it's techniques to support self-soothing when you want to binge eat, whatever it might be, having techniques are important and they are necessary and needed within your journey. However, If you just focus on the techniques, you're never gonna achieve lifelong healthy food relationship because techniques help soothe and support and manage and shift how you respond. But the only way to create lifelong progress is acknowledging what the deep root causes of your food relationship struggles, identifying that, healing that, working on that, So then you can make a huge leap on your food freedom journey. And this is one thing I'm so passionate about is talking about rewiring your subconscious mind because when you rewire your mind, it's gonna be allowing you to heal your food relationship. So bottom line off that little bit of the conversation is techniques are important. And I've shared many techniques on the podcast. I share techniques on my Instagram, on my TikTok. So once again, you can find loads of techniques to help you in achieving food freedom. But you also need to commit to that subconscious work as well. Because if not, what happens is, you'll always have mindset blockages that keep coming up and basically biting you on the arse, if you will, because you've not dealt with the, the root cause. So let's say you're somebody who emotionally eats and you're using loads of techniques with it and they're gonna help, but if you really want to get to the bottom of that emotional eating and really heal it and really start delving into it, it's looking into the subconscious root that is fueling and triggering those behaviors and mindsets that you're having around food an example might be um your emotional eating because it's coming from childhood and maybe within childhood you notice a lot of emotional suppression for specific reasons obviously everyone's story is very different and then that's taught this mindset that you now need to suppress your emotions so in adulthood you're struggling to you know express acknowledge and show your emotions but because of that and you're always suppressing them it's leading to you turning to food can you see what i mean here and this for me is fundamental because if you're just doing surface layer and just the the surface level stuff it will get you so far but it won't get you to lifelong food freedom. And I always say like, what's the point in starting the journey if you're not gonna maintain the progress you make for life? Like there isn't. It's always best to start the journey and the progress that you make, you keep that for the rest of your life and you can experience life to the fullest because you've well and truly healed your food relationship. So it's not about doing surface level. We're going deep. Like we're delving in to really understand it. And the, the I, I guess like the beautiful part of it is, everybody is so different, everybody's backgrounds are so different, everybody's brains are very different, everybody's um, experiences are so different, and memories are so different, we can have like similarities, and you can have overlapping things that can come up, of course, but everybody's path is so different, and that is one of the most important things to know with your uh, food relationship journey, that when you really start exploring the subconscious healing, it's not a matter of just looking at a list and going, oh yeah, that's me. It's actually a matter of exploring you, your life, your experiences, your background, your individual um, things that have influenced your food behavior because everybody's are gonna be super, super different. And that's extremely important to note. Um, So yeah, just remember that it is about exploring you your past, your life, your experiences, everything that kind of influences your relationship with uh, with food. So that's basically why it's so important. And this is where, for me anyway, a lot of the work that I do, a big part of that is doing that subconscious rewiring because I truly believe that that is the key step to, to healing your food relationship because we hear it a lot. Even if you think of like, um, like science i guess if you think back to when you're at school or something one thing you heard a lot rather than just in science and like whatever lesson was like cause and effect there's always a cause that's leading to the effect like and we we, we hear this all the time cause and effect there's something that's happening that's causing it and leading to that effect the behavior the mindset the same that happens with our food relationship it's not just our oh, well i just emotionally eat is going, well, there's going to be something that's causing and fueling and triggering and being the catalyst for the behavior that I'm experiencing. So it's not just a case of, oh, well, you know, I've just happened to have restricted my food for a few years. There's going to be something that's causing that or influencing that. Um, so this is why it's so important to explore that and get curious around it. Because if you never get curious around it, you never explore it you're just gonna stay with that surface level. And like I say, techniques and all these things are important and they are needed, but it's also necessary to delve deep and really start to explore the whys, the what's actually going off, so then you can heal and release through that to help you move forward. So that's like the first thing I just wanna clear up. Most important step, very, very important to do. You might be thinking now as well, like, okay, this makes sense, I need to make sure that I do some of the inner work, it's important to explore my own personal experiences and just to really reflect on what's influencing my food relationship on a much deeper level. And you might also be thinking, but what the heck is the subconscious like? Tell me through that a little bit more now. If you've listened to my podcast for a while, you will know I like to try and keep things nice and basic over here. I'm not gonna go all like sciency on you and go all deep and crazy with like jargon and loads of huge words. Like I like to keep things simple and basic because well, personally that's how my brain operates and let's not make this whole journey too complicated. So the subconscious will save information and it will save memories even if you aren't actively wanting to do so, or even if you don't intend to save that information or that memory, the subconscious will hold feelings, thoughts, urges, memories, and they are all outside of conscious awareness. And these often, I'm just emphasizing the word often, can cause some unpleasant feelings because often, some negative or some situations that have brought up negative or hard feelings or thoughts for us can be pushed into the subconscious mind. So this is why often it can cause like unpleasant feelings like anxiety or distress, because we'll basically push those away into the subconscious. So linking to like what I said earlier, maybe there's an experience in your childhood that has led to you... Uh, suppressing emotions or something like that or struggling to deal with emotions, whatever it might be. And then that might be something quite unpleasant, push it into your subconscious mind, etc., etc. So that's what the subconscious is. It would just save information, memories, feelings and thoughts that are just outside of your conscious awareness. And obviously because these are like pushed down a little bit, what we can do is we can access the subconscious using certain techniques. And this is what where the subconscious healing basically comes in. It's all about starting to access um, past memories, information, feelings, thoughts, etc. that might be driving the behaviors that you're experiencing towards food or the mindsets that you're experiencing towards food. And this is often really interesting because one thing that I find as well, is when I do this work with people, sometimes things come up for them that they potentially didn't realize were impacting their food relationship. So sometimes it can actually be like a bit of a a aha moment because it's like that realization of, I didn't realize that that was actually potentially driving some of my behaviors around food. But now I've explored it 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 makes a lot of sense there as well, so an example might be I actually was speaking with a client not long ago, and she was saying that she didn't realize this, but since reflecting during childhood, she noticed um some of the people around her in family would restrict from certain foods um and they'd say certain things around like yo know, I can't eat this or this will make me fat, I can't have x y z and Basically what happened is from a young age, these certain beliefs towards food had been programmed into a mind. So as she'd moved into adulthood without even realizing and like consciously making that decision, she just started to restrict from certain things. And like I say, once again, this was all to do with the subconscious mind because those past thoughts and experiences and memories had been pushed in the subconscious, but they were still fueling that urge to restrict which was then causing the overeating behaviors since being able to rewire the subconscious identify those roots and shift beliefs and mindsets and heal the things that need to be healed she doesn't feel that way no more and she doesn't want to restrict anymore because she's combined doing the subconscious work with implementing certain techniques that have both hand in hand supported her in finding food freedom that's just one example and like i say everybody's journey so individual which is what makes this path so specific to you it's not a matter of listening to that and going oh yeah that's the same for me you could notice some similarities there but also it's just knowing that everybody's experiences can be super different and I do say as well when you do the subconscious healing work and especially when you're beginning to explore things a little bit more just give yourself a bit of grace because you might be exploring some things that can be a little bit difficult at times and just giving yourself a bit of grace through the process of that is really, really important. Once again, healing your food relationship is not a, its not a sprint. Like obviously you don't want it to be the longest process of the whole entire world because you don't really get anywhere, but it's just knowing that it's not a sprint. Like I do regularly say, it's not an overnight thing. It's not something that will just instantly change in a week. But also at the same time, like it doesn't need to be a process that takes you years and years and years and years and years. Now, obviously for me, it took me a few years to heal my food relationship, but this is why I'm here today. This is why I do what I do. This is why I do these podcasts and create content. And I'm working on a really exciting project that's coming soon and I can't wait to share it with you is because it doesn't need to take you years at all. It can take you months. Because when you've got the right steps of how to actually heal your food relationship and how to implement the things you need to implement to, to achieve that, it can be a much shorter process. And like I say, it's not overnight, it's not instant, but it can definitely be a lot shorter than years, 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 and years when you have the correct framework. So like I say, do keep your eyes peeled for that. And when you implement the things that need to be implemented. So you might be thinking, okay, I've got that, subconscious makes sense. What are the steps within that that I have to take? The first step is you need to identify your subconscious roots. This is all about focusing on you, your life, and just getting curious around what might be influencing your behaviors and your mindsets around food it might look like exploring childhood years it might be exploring what t- school was like it might be exploring the media and how it's potentially influenced you it's really or do you know just understanding your brain and how that operates and just really taking time to identify i what is potentially driving some of your struggles with food or your behaviors around food or your mindsets that you have around food? So it might be you're somebody who notices binge eating and it might be just taking a bit of time. You haven't got to do it in a couple of minutes. Just give yourself some time to think or journal on it, etc., And just have a think around like, okay, but what might be fueling that? And having, a, having time to reflect on that because when you get curious around it, you can then go from surface level to being a lot deeper with things. The second thing that you need to do is some healing. This is where, like I said earlier, you can access the subconscious and you can use certain techniques. Obviously you can use techniques to access, but you can also use techniques to begin healing. And what this is, and I always say this, healing does not mean forgetting and erasing. Healing just means reducing the emotional attachment or the um, trigger that something's having on you, it's knowing that you will still get triggered from things at times. And it doesn't mean that you have to erase certain parts and memories of your life. That's not how it works. But what it is instead is being able to get to a point where you either, you know, you might break the emotional attachment that you have to something, or it might be a case of that, you've been able to reduce the way that it impacts you and start to let certain things go, or it might be a case of that you start to shift your mindset towards certain things. Like I said earlier with my client, um, a big part of this was starting to like reframe her mindset towards stuff, um, healing the things that need to be healed from childhood. That's what we do there. The third one is release. So this is all about releasing what needs to be released. And nine times out of 10 for a lot of people, it's releasing toxic ways. not for everybody, but a lot of the time, toxic diet culture, ways that can be fed to us through a variety of different, um, external factors. This is a matter of here starting to release some of that shit basically. And taking back that power, it's letting go of what needs to be let go off once again, through various techniques that can be used to release. And then when you start to release them, once again, you don't forget them, you release them you're releasing that attachment that it has to you, therefore reducing it, fueling certain behaviors towards food in your body. And then the fourth step within that is creating a new mindset. And this is where a lot of that rewiring work goes into a lot more detail through all of this you're rewiring your mind anyway but this is where we're just starting to maybe bring in new beliefs towards food this is where it might be you're starting to reframe things this is where you're starting to see food in a different light this is where you're starting to act differently towards food because once again that will influence our be- uh, our mindset as well so this is all about a lot of um belief work behavior work, embodiment work and really just starting to rewire the way that you've maybe been told how you should should feel towards food, think about food, the beliefs you should have around food, and completely shifting them into a healthier and a more aligned place. They are four really important steps within that subconscious healing. And as you can see through there as well, this is all mindset orientated Now, don't get me wrong, and you'll have heard me speak about this on an episode not too long ago. I always talk about inner and outer work you need the inner work so the mindset stuff um, the subconscious healing um, the spiritual work tapping into your intuition like you need all of that work as well but you also need the outer work so the embodiment the uh, routine changes the boundaries all of those things are important as well so yes I am talking about mindset a lot right now because that is what subconscious healing is about but just remember as well the outward work is also important because if we just do the inner work but we never do outward work then we're not going to make the growth that we want but if we just do the outward work and never do the inner work then we'll never make the growth that we want but if you combine the inner work and the outer work then you're gonna have like sweet recipe for healing your food relationship and also combining science and spirituality that's one thing that's very very important and I will discuss that deeper on another episode but An example might be the sciences. We're looking at some of like the biology stuff for the way that your brain is. And we just look at the scientifics, but also the spirituality. So you need to be able to tap into your intuition to be more mindful with food. You need to be able to tap into your intuition to actually like, listen to your body again and make aligned choices there's a variety of ways that that can tie in and i will do an episode on that but i don't want to delve too much into that because i am talking about subconscious healing today so that is a key process that you have to take when it comes to the subconscious rewiring and i will just emphasize like one last time this step is fundamental if you're listening you're someone who's like yes okay i really 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 want to heal my food relationship then please do not neglect the subconscious healing work because this is going to be the thing that makes you heal in your food relationship it's so key it's so fundamental and the mindset work should never ever be neglected once again we can't just do surface level we have to understand the deep root cause for something when you can do that and you can acknowledge that and be aware of it and start to heal release and shift mindset towards things that is going to be game changing on your journey and when it comes to the subconscious healing as well i have gone through lots of bits for you to go away with today but if you know that you want step by step how to do the subconscious healing, how to identify your subconscious roots, how to start healing them and how to begin taking this step, then, oh my gosh, you need to get your hands on my food and body love e-journal because it takes you through step-by-step journal prompts to help you start understanding your subconscious roots, start getting curious around them, exploring them on your own individual journey because everyone's life's super different And for you to start implementing certain steps to help you on your food freedom journey and begin that process of healing as well. This journal takes you through so freaking much. And I guarantee when you've gone through all the prompts and there's affirmations in there as well, when you've gone through all the prompts, especially, you will have complete clarity on what your subconscious roots are and you'll begin that process of rewiring it and already making huge progress on healing your food relationship. And for all of that, so 50 step-by-step journal prompts mapped out specifically to help you know exactly what you need to do and 60 affirmations and just having that step-by-step guidance it's just £7.50 to get your hands on that e-journal which is absolutely crazy but I wanted to make it really really low cost so people can grab it and make sure that you can get access to this information because every single person deserves to work on food freedom so if you go to the link in the show notes you can uh, grab your copy on there to day and then you can basically just start delving into this really important step for food freedom and I guarantee in a few months time you'll be looking back and you'll be going I'm so freaking glad that I delved into doing some of this mindset work because oh my gosh it's been pivotal on my food freedom journey. So make sure to go get your hands on that. Any questions on that or any questions you wanna ask me, please head over to my Instagram or to my email. Both of them are in the show notes and you can drop me an email or a direct message over there. Do keep your eyes peeled on my Instagram as well. I have some really exciting news coming soon and I'm freaking so gassed to tell you all about it. I will be teasing a bit on there. So do keep your eyes peeled. And anything else you wanna share, just get in touch with me. I'm super grateful for you joining me today. And on that note, I'll speak to you all in the next episode.